Aaron McKeown's Facts of Life. Before I begin, you'll notice my voice is pretty rough. I have COVID. More on that later. But first, now we're here. The pandemic keeps serving us realness. Monarch butterflies take the A train. Moby Dick swims across the Great Plains. Silent spring steps up to my kid. The world is upside down and I like it. I used to read to escape, to be anywhere but here. Now I'm here. I used to write to run away so I could disappear. Now I'm here. Here I am. Here we are. Name and count the stars. Wild West robbers cross the Delaware, hitch the Gulf Stream waters with Rogers and a stare, pass in the Donner Party drive, and cross the Rockies on the Chattanooga Choo Choo. Rosa Parks wraps the Mississippi, herds of dust bowl tractors, finally riding free, transatlantic Cherokee trailing as signal is gone again. the demo I made on November 29th, 2014, for the song Now I'm Here, from the musical I wrote with my friend Chiara Alegria Hudis, Miss You Like Hell. I just came back from visiting a wonderful production of the show at Theater Squared in Fayetteville, Arkansas, so the musical has been on my mind. 
For those who don't know, Miss You Like Hell is a musical based on Chiara's play 26 Miles. It tells the story of a mother, Beatrice, and her 16-year-old daughter, Olivia, as they take a road trip together across America. Beatrice and Olivia have been estranged in the aftermath of a terrible divorce and custody situation. They take this trip together to see if they can put their relationship back on some sort of loving footing. Meanwhile, Beatrice is in a citizenship process, and things are looking difficult. However, the moment that Olivia sings this song is one of the many moments of joy and pleasure that are just as much a part of their story as all the hard stuff. Olivia is behind the wheel for the first time, and this introverted, bookish writer is having her world flipped inside out by the freedom of the road and the stunning beauty of the American landscape. For someone who often lived in her thoughts and detached, even dissociated from her body, for Olivia to be completely present in the moment and say, now I'm here, is a real milestone. The process for writing this song was one of my favorites in our whole collaboration. On a beautiful fall afternoon, Kiara and I sat in comfy chairs in her upper west side bedroom, looking out over the Hudson. We wrote a lot of the musical on Skype, but this was one of the times we were able to be in the same room together, and it only added to the bliss. With a simple scenario of Olivia imagining all her favorite literary travel references coming to life before her eyes, we brainstormed every reference to travel we could think of, pages of them. Here are a few that didn't make it into the song. The Big Yellow Taxi, Willie Loman's Oldsmobile, The Magic Bus, Bonnie and Clyde's Car, Ben Franklin's Kite, Secretariat, Sea Biscuit, The Iditarod, The Polar Express, Beauty Queen Floats, The Little Engine That Could, Lone Ranger's Horse Silver, and on and on. The next step was a common one for our practice. I would take our lyric and scenario ideas and then disappear into what we called the sandbox. Really, just my home studio in Massachusetts. And I would mess around. I would play, just play. Using the computer program logic, I would try out all kinds of different sounds, rhythms, and instruments in different combinations as I mumble-sang our lyric ideas. I remember being in the sandbox for a while with this one and not being happy with anything I was finding. Our first workshop was approaching, a big milestone in the life of a musical. It wouldn't have been the end of the world if we just had a placeholder in this slot. That's really common. And in fact, at that stage of a musical, it's often not worth really trying to find the big song because so many moving pieces will remain moving pieces for months or years to come. But after much fruitless digging in the sandbox, I did end up discovering something that turned out to be gold. I finished this first version of the song just days before our workshop was to start. The song felt right from the moment I found it, and Kiara agreed. In hindsight, we had done such wonderful work in getting clear about what the song was about and why it needed to be sung, and our brainstorm was so rad and rich that I'm not surprised the initial demo is much how the song is now. At the end of this episode, you can hear the final version as performed by our original off-Broadway cast. Although in theater, no version is final, because every production and every performance, the actors, musicians, and audience collaborate to make each rendition unique and of its own moment. Now we're here. Hey y'all, I'm gonna keep this short. 
Summer touring is quiet for obvious reasons, but a slew of new productions of Miss You Like Hell have just been announced, so check out the show's page on my website for those listings. Also, the Theater Squared production will begin streaming its performances on June 21st, so if you haven't seen Miss You Like Hell, or even if you have, this is a beautiful version. Anyway, thanks for listening to my essay pod fusion here on Substack. If you're a free subscriber, <laughs> if you're a free subscriber, consider converting to being a paid subscriber. I'm grateful for all y'all's support. My trip to Fayetteville was an exercise in gratitude. I'd never been to Arkansas before. Now only Hawaii and North Dakota are left on my list, let alone performed there let alone had a professional theater company mount a production of our musical there. The fact that I could go someplace as far away geographically, experientially, and politically as Arkansas and find community and tremendous diverse artists and audiences was a reminder to me that our country is big and awesome. Don't you put baby America in the corner. It doesn't work to say that Arkansas is a red state, and therefore, why should we Northeast liberals bother? For one, I am from Virginia, and I know from experience the South is not a monolith. For another, it discounts the individuals living in these places who are, frankly, working harder than I am to make change, just by being who they are in a more diverse community than mine, or even maybe yours. This reminds me to remind you to watch the outstanding HBO series We're Here. I had a chance to meet the cast for a private breakfast and then chat with some of the amazing people who run the theater company. They all thanked me for coming and inspiring them. But honestly, it was the other way around. They energized me with the care and artistry they brought to our musical. They gave me life with their performances and community. And who knew that the Ozarks were so damn beautiful? Actually, I did know that, but it was again a reminder to me that one of my very favorite things about America is our incredible landscapes, flora, and fauna. I know things are really, really messed up in our country right now, but it was the best and right kind of medicine to see the Ozarks and put my feet in the Skull Creek and Tanglewood Branch with their red clay and banks of sandstone and shale. Truth be told, I felt a bit like Olivia on the trip, mind and heart opened up by the amazing people I met in one of our country's great towns. And I got COVID. Could anything be more 2022 about this whole story? After two and a half years of avoiding the virus, which honestly has mystified me with my touring schedule and public job, it finally happened. I couldn't tell you where or how. I do know that I wore a mask every second of my travel and visit. The theater had great protocols, but almost no one in the airports or planes I was on wore masks. People ate inside like it was 2019. It was frustrating, and now that I'm dealing with the consequences, enraging. Besides the first couple days, I haven't felt that bad, so for that I am grateful. But Carl is restless and bewildered. His usually very active life with his very active dog daddy has been in suspended animation for almost a week now. I bought him a loaded Bloody Mary dog toy to ease his boredom. More seriously, I've had to reschedule some gigs and cancel the first workshop for a new musical I'm working on. A delightful tease, I know, but more on that to come. Besides looking forward to these activities, they were helping pay the rent for the summer. 
I can't believe it's 2022 and I am nattering on about this stuff still. I can't believe that I still have to cancel shows because people are tired of wearing masks. But here we are. Now we're here. This pandemic continues to serve hard and beautiful lessons over and over. For every future plan I make, something takes me back to the present moment, whether it's COVID or a mountain or a song. Stay safe, y'all, and please wear a mask in public. Monarch butterflies take the A-train. Moby Dick swims the Great Plains. Kitty Hawk decides to bike it. The world is upside down, and I like it. I used to read to escape, to be anywhere but here. Now I'm here. I used to read to run away, so I could disappear. Now I'm here. Here I am. Here we are. Present and sky and stars. Wild West robbers cross the Delaware Hitch the Gulf Stream waters with Rogers and Astaire Passing the Donner Party drive through Cross the Rockies on the Chattanooga choo-choo Rosa Parks wraps the Mississippi Birds of dust bull tractors finally riding free Transatlantic Cherokee trailing As Sitting Bull is on again to Graceland To escape, to be anywhere but here Now I'm here I used to read to run away So I could disappear Now I'm here Here I am Here we are Here I am Here we are Present and sky and stars I'm miraculous Rodeo Two yellow lines stretched out in stereo The curve of the earth holds our barrio The mythical, the difficult, the derelict American road Lewis and Clark join the Joad family air show Frisco streetcar scramble To San Antonio Feel the wind against my palm Feel the future open up with my mom I used to read to a school 